Welcome to Nightfall Narratives, the podcast that goes where shadows and stories intersect to explore the eerie and enigmatic. Join us as we journey into the heart of the unknown, immersing ourselves in tales of suspense and terror. In each episode, we'll either read a spine-tingling tale, or we'll take a closer look at the art of writing, unraveling the mysteries of storycraft that make such tales so eerily effective. So, sit back, relax, and feel the embrace of the mysterious as we embark on this journey into the heart of the night. Welcome back to Nightfall Narratives with me, your nightly narrator, R. Douglas Patton. In today's episode, we'll discuss and analyze Chapter 2 of The Shadows Over Innsmouth by H.P. Lovecraft, with a specific focus on two interplaying archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society as it pertains to the continuation of this story. Both of these archetypes interplay with one another in interesting and complex ways. The archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society are used extensively in the shadow over Innsmouth to create a sense of horror and unease that pervades the entire story. These archetypes are used to great effect to create a sense of atmosphere and tension that draws the reader into the story and keeps them on edge throughout. The archetype of the forbidden taboo place is one of the most prominent in the story. Innsmouth is presented as a place that is off-limits, secret, and hidden from view. The protagonist is immediately struck by the town's isolation and air of secrecy. He notes that the town seems to be cut off from the outside world, and that its inhabitants are wary of outsiders. This sense of isolation is reinforced by the fact that the town is surrounded by water on three sides, giving it the feel of an island fortress. The sense of forbiddenness is further reinforced by the fact that the protagonist is warned away from Innsmouth by other locals. He is told that the town is a place to be avoided, and that its inhabitants are strange and dangerous. This only serves to heighten the sense of intrigue and mystery surrounding the town, and makes the reader want to know more about what is going on there. The archetype of the corrupt decadent society is also used extensively in the story. Innsmouth is presented here as a society that is decaying, immoral, and rotten to the core. The town's buildings are old and decaying, and its people seem to be suffering from a mysterious illness or condition that has left them physically and mentally deformed. The town's economy seems to be based on fishing, and the townspeople have a strange obsession with the sea and its creatures. The sense of decay and corruption is reinforced by the fact that the townspeople seem to be part of a secret society that worships ancient sea gods. The protagonist discovers that the townspeople are involved in a sinister cult that is dedicated to the worship of these beings, and that they are willing to do anything to further their goals. This only serves to heighten the sense of horror and unease that pervades the story, and creates a feeling of hopelessness and dread for the reader. Overall, the archetypes of the Forbidden Taboo Place and the Corrupt Decadent Society are used to great effect in the shadow over Innsmouth. They create a sense of atmosphere and tension 
that draws the reader into the story and keeps them on edge throughout. They also serve to reinforce the sense of horror and unease that is the hallmark of Lovecraft's writing, and make The Shadow Over Innsmouth one of his most chilling and effective works. So now, let's swim out into the deeper waters of these archetypes to understand them better. When an individual becomes fixated on the forbidden taboo place, they may be driven by a desire to challenge societal norms and explore things that are considered taboo or forbidden. While this can be a healthy part of personal growth, it can also be dangerous if it leads to the pursuit of harmful behaviors or activities. For example, someone who becomes fixated on illegal drugs may harm themselves and others by engaging in criminal behavior and becoming addicted. Similarly, someone who becomes fixated on taboo sexual behavior may harm themselves or others through engaging in non-consensual or risky behavior. The pursuit of the forbidden taboo place can also lead to feelings of shame, guilt, and isolation. This can be especially damaging if the individual feels that they cannot seek help or support due to the taboo nature of their desires or actions. This can lead to a sense of hopelessness and a lack of engagement with the world, as the individual may feel that they are unable to find a place within society due to their otherness. Similarly, the corrupt, decadent society archetype can be harmful to both individuals and society. When a society becomes corrupt or decadent, it can lead to a sense of moral decay as social norms and values are eroded. This can lead to a sense of chaos and a breakdown of social cohesion as people lose trust in institutions and in each other. This can lead to a lack of social mobility and a sense of hopelessness as people feel that the system is rigged against them. In addition, a corrupt society can lead to a lack of accountability and a sense of impunity among those in positions of power. This can lead to a culture of corruption and abuse, where those who are already marginalized are further harmed by the system. This can lead to a sense of injustice and anger as people feel that the system is not working for them. In order to address the dangers of these archetypes, it is important to work towards creating a society that is more just, more understanding, and more accountable, all the way from leadership down to the individual. This can involve taking action to address systemic issues such as corruption and injustice, and selecting honest and authentic leaders to take charge of reversing society's decay by reinforcing the rule of law and insisting on accountability at all levels. It is important to discourage division, and instead encourage unity for everyone to work together peacefully. At the same time, it is important for individuals to work towards healing their own brokenness by seeking out therapy, practicing self-care, and developing a deeper sense of self-awareness. This can involve cultivating virtues such as honesty, humility, and compassion, while recognizing the importance of individual freedom and personal responsibility. By doing this, we can work towards achieving a greater sense of wholeness and well-being both for ourselves and for society as a whole. The archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society 
can provide a framework for healing brokenness and achieving wholeness in individuals and societies. To heal the brokenness of an individual society, it is important to first recognize and acknowledge the existence of these archetypes and the ways in which they have impacted our lives and our communities. This may involve confronting uncomfortable truths about ourselves and our society, and facing our fears and biases head-on. One way to work towards healing is to challenge the stereotypes and prejudices that are associated with the archetype of the forbidden taboo place. This may involve exposing ourselves to experiences and cultures that are unfamiliar to us, and actively working to break down barriers that separate us from others. By doing this, we can broaden our perspectives and gain a deeper understanding of the world around us. To address the archetype of the corrupt decadent society, it is important to focus on personal responsibility and individual integrity. While broader societal changes may play a role, it is ultimately up to individuals to make choices that prioritize personal integrity and honest values. Rather than solely advocating for social and political change, individuals can and should work towards improving themselves through seeking out therapy, practicing self-care, and developing a deeper sense of self-awareness. This can involve cultivating virtues such as honesty, humility, and compassion, while also recognizing the importance of individual freedom and personal responsibility. By focusing on personal growth and traditional values, individuals can contribute to creating a more balanced and just society. While systemic issues such as inequality and injustice may exist, addressing them through individual effort and voluntary action can be a more effective and sustainable solution than relying solely on the shifting sands of social and political change. Overall, the archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society can be used as tools for healing brokenness and achieving wholeness in individuals and societies as a whole. By recognizing the ways in which these archetypes impact our lives and communities, and taking action to challenge them, we can create a better future for ourselves and for others. So, after that diatribe, how do we use this information to enhance the art of our own storycraft and tales of terror. The archetypes of the forbidden and taboo place and the corrupt decadent society can be used to create a sense of dread and horror in stories by tapping into our primal fears and anxieties. These archetypes allow writers to create a world that is unfamiliar and unsettling to the reader, where the rules and norms of society are turned on their head. To effectively use these archetypes in horror writing, writers should first establish a clear sense of place and atmosphere. The forbidden taboo place could be a haunted mansion, an abandoned asylum, or a cursed forest, while the corrupt decadent society could be a small town with dark secrets, or a city ruled by a sinister cult. Once the setting is established, Writers can use the characters and plots to explore the darkness and horror that lurks within. In creating characters, writers should consider how they fit into the archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society. Characters can be outsiders who stumble upon the forbidden place, or they can be residents of the corrupt society 
who are caught up in its twisted ways. Writers can use the characters to explore the themes of fear, isolation, and paranoia that are inherent in these archetypes. Finally, the plot should be structured in a way that builds tension and suspense, leading to a climax that reveals the true horror of the world. The plot should follow the characters as they confront the darkness and horrors of the forbidden place or corrupt society, facing challenges and obstacles along the way. Overall, to use the archetypes of the forbidden taboo place and the corrupt decadent society effectively in horror writing, writers should create a vivid sense of place and atmosphere to develop characters that fit into these archetypes and build tension through the plot to create a sense of dread and horror. Thank you for joining us here as we explore these archetypes that affect us individually, society as a whole, and the stories we tell. Until next time, I'm your Nightfall narrator, R. Douglas Patton, signing off. As the shadows lengthen and the night falls, we come to the end of another episode of Nightfall Narratives. We hope you found our exploration of dark and mysterious storytelling and the art of writing thought-provoking and haunting. Remember, the stories we tell have the power to both chill us to the bone and inspire us to create our own. Join us again for our next episode, and until then, keep your eyes open and your mind curious, for anything is possible.